it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect the dots between who we are as human beings. And that is our intellectual, physical, emotional, and spiritual components. And I have back with me one of my dear friends, and um, she has been on the show, I think, probably six or seven times since the show started. And her name is Julie Brannon. But before we get started with what Julie has to share this morning, um, I want to remind everybody that the shows are archived at (laughs) www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. And there's probably about 250 shows in there now over these past four years. Um, It's um, amazing the number of uh, shows and the topics that we have covered during that period of time. So you can find Julie if you scan through or uh, kind of look at all 22 pages of shows at this point. Uh, You will find her on a number of them. And everything that she has to say is, is quite fascinating. And she does have a shop in Safety Harbor, Florida, that she'll talk about in a few minutes. Um, When you get to the landing page for the Synergy Connection Show, you're going to also see a banner for Boomers Forever Young. Uh, This is a sponsor of this show. But uh, the uh, website that you can go into, you can actually sign up for a free health newsletter And once you're in there, they have their own podcasts that talk about different products and different conditions. They have thousands of testimonies on the products. I've used them for the past five years, and I really attribute it to my having an incredibly healthy immune system and a very low inflammation rate. And those are the two things that we're going to talk about a little bit this morning, because if your immune function isn't where it needs to be, you're going to have problems, not just with COVID, because we're still kind of facing that virus, but any kind of issues health-wise. Your immune system has to be very, very strong. The other thing is that inflammation is the root cause of almost every single disease that's out there. So you want to make sure your inflammation levels are low. And you can ask your doctor when you go to your physical. In fact, I'm going next week for my labs and ask for an iron test. They won't give that unless you ask. Ask for a um, C-reactive protein test. They will not give you that unless you ask. And that's the level of your immune, or excuse me, your inflammation rate. And then ask for a D as in dog three test, and that will tell you your immune function. So you want the number on your immune to be at 70 or higher. You want the number for your uh, inflammation to be below one. Mine is a 0.3. So I know these products work. I know I know how to take care of myself too. But um, that is so important for everybody. You know, be proactive. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. And um, that's the responsible thing to do in today's world. All right, and if you um, would decide that you'd like to try something that they have once you go to their website, if you just put my first name, L-U-C-Y, into the discount code box, you'll get $5 off of your order. And in today's world, with prices of gas and everything else, $5 helps (laughs) a little bit, but it does help. All right, everybody, welcome back, Julie. It's so glad to be with you, Lucy, and hello to all of you out there listening today. I wanted to piggyback something really quickly on what you were just talking about Mm -hmm. with regard to when you get your physical and the labs that you're going Mm -hmm. to ask for. Mm -hmm. Something that I think is really important that people don't think about too often is when you go in for your annual or to get your labs, you want to request an ultrasound of your carotid arteries. Mm -hmm. This will tell you very quickly, it's a short, quick, easy, obviously non-invasive test, that will tell you the level of your arterial plaque. Mm-hmm. And the carotid is a very good indicator of what's happening throughout the body. Yes, it is. And it's usually rated between neg- negligible, moderate, or severe. And so many people are on cholesterol medications, right? Or people are all worried about their cholesterol. If your carotid arteries are showing negligible in terms of plaque buildup, 
you got nothing to worry about with regard to cholesterol. Right. Okay. Right. So why in the world would we take a medication that could ca- cause dementia, that can <laughs> cause so much great harm, right. when we just don't need it? And a one simple 15-minute test uh-huh. can tell you if you need it. And if you do have plaque that you want to remove from your arteries, natokinase. I think we've talked about that before. So share a little more about that because um, I know, you know, personally, I use uh, resveratrol. Mm-hmm. And resveratrol keeps the arteries flexible, which is the other issue. As you age, the flexibility of your arteries diminishes, Mm -hmm. and then you get free radical damage in there, Mm -hmm. and that's like little tiny, tiny microscopic tears, but that's where the plaque builds up. Exactly. So if you're using something that keeps the arteries flexible, Mm -hmm. that cleans out uh, plaque, that actually uh, repairs free radical damage, you also don't have to be so concerned. You're right. You hit on something very key right there. Those little micro tears, this little minuscule damage to the vascular system. The body's natural response to injury is to send fibrin to the site. It's what helps us clot our blood when we mm-hmm, get cut. Mm-hmm. Okay, fibrin or fibrinogen, um, it is, it's the body's response to stress. There are these little floating bits of proteins, okay? So what happens is when we start developing arterial plaque, the fibrin has gone to the site of this injury, and that unfortunately becomes the mortar that the cholesterol or, or floating, circulating fat in the blood will stick to. Mm-hmm. So if you think of it this way, if you get rid of the mortar, that, that little brick building is going to fall down. <laughs> yes, it okay? is. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's what natokinase does. It's a protein digesting enzyme. So it goes and finds it and digests it? If anywhere in the body where there is excessive fibrogen, fibrinogen, or even if it's floating through the blood, it will eliminate it. They're like little Pac-Men that gobble that up. Very quick story. One of my clients was having a CT scan, mm-hmm. and during the course of that scan, they found that she had an aortal aneurysm, mm-hmm. which is the widowmaker. This is not good. Right. There's, right. N- there's no valiant measure that will save that person's life if that decides to blow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Additionally, they checked her carotid arteries, and her arterial plaque was considered severe. Ooh, wow. Okay, and her cholesterol was was pretty sky high. And she's in her early 70s, very active, healthy, retired nurse, as a matter of fact. When they started whipping out the prescription pads and everybody freaking out over the scan, um, she said, no, I'm just going to think about this and, and check back with you. She checked with me. I gave her the research on the natokinase. She started that the next day. Four months later, she had a follow-up CT scan and these other tests. The aneurysm was gone. Her arterial plaque was now negligible. Wow. And her cholesterol was down 55 points. Oh, that's amazing. And that, to me, that's just a wonderful illustration. Mm -hmm. Um, With no side effects. With no side effects. It's sourced from soybean. It's fermented soybean. Now, it's not like taking a soy supplement or something. It's purified and isolated. But it's widely available. Hmm. Natokinase is magical. Now, when you say soy, one of the thoughts that did pop in my mind is that people that have had breast cancer, in mm-hmm. particular female cancers, have to stay away from soy. So would that be a no-no for them? Not at all, because okay. it's isolated, purified. Okay. It's doesn't, okay. It doesn't contain the phytoestrogens okay. that eating soybeans yes. would have. Yeah, it's amazing so. the number of people. I think, you know, 20, 30 years ago, um, the Japanese and the Chinese that do a lot of uh, tofu and things of that nature, I don't think they had the same risk that even they do today because of diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they could handle tofu, mm-hmm. and it was introduced to all of us. And then all of a sudden, people here in the United States found out that they couldn't do it mm-hmm. because of the increase in, in cancer. Exactly. Yeah, we want to stay away from estrogen or hormone-containing. Mm-hmm phytoestrogen substances. Wow. So natokinase, remember that one. It's phenomenal. And I know your store carries it. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I actually carry a clinical strength by a company called Enzyme Science, Mm -hmm. and it's called Natokinase Pro, and that's the product that that my friend used. Used. But But, I mean, think about that. In four months, it was negligible, and, you know, that's just totally amazing. The doctors were blown away, to say the least. And when she called me to tell me the news after the follow-up, she said they they think, their first thing was, that 
aneurysm. They were, it must have been a, it must have been misreading that or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. And then they finally acquiesced the fact that, well, yeah, it's, it was there, now it's not. Okay. But uh, it's kind of like uh, tumors. Sometimes when you treat the tumors naturally, they can be there the first go round, and then four months, six months later, they can't mm-hmm. find them again. Right. So as far as uh, my friend's experience, I don't know that it took the natokinase four full months to do the job. It might mm-hmm. have been done in two weeks or mm-hmm. four weeks. Who knows? But it was after a four-month period that she had the follow-up. So oh. I can I can confidently say within four months, that plaque was just gobbled up and gone from her arteries. You know what I'm thinking of? Uh, remember the game years ago that was called Pac-Man? Mm-hmm. So it reminds me that they would be like little Pac-Man yep. and just running in there and gobbling. Gobbling it up. And it's also useful for a lot of other things because if you're eliminating the excess fibrinogen that's circulating in your blood, mm-hmm. you're reducing a lot of issues. You're reducing your risk for stroke. Wow. Because it's fibrinogen and fibrin that that increases your risk and, and creates yeah. the clots. So, sure. And also, if you're reducing your plaque or eliminating the plaque in your arteries... Your odds of a piece of that breaking off and going to your brain are minuscule. Right. Yeah. I wonder, um, I just saw a video probably three, four weeks ago now, and it was um, about aging. And of course, Mm -hmm. you know, that's reverse aging is what we're looking at all the time, and there's tons of research being done on it. But this was people that were looking at Alzheimer's, the the research on dementia and Alzheimer's. And of course, that's a big fear for a great many individuals that have it run in their family Mm -hmm. and what they've realized is that in many cases it's not dementia it's tiny tiny little strokes but it's all kinds of you know in terms of quantity it's multiple multiple strokes that they can see when Mm -hmm. they do the um, cat scan Mm -hmm. and they can look at the brain so I'm wondering if this product would also maybe be good for anybody who is worried about Alzheimer's as well, if maybe it isn't Alzheimer's, but it's little, many strokes. Well, let's put it this way, it won't hurt. It wouldn't hurt, no. It's it's GRAS, generally regarded as safe as a dietary supplement. Mm-hmm. The only contradiction that exists is if someone is on a blood thinner. Okay. I have many clients who use it instead of a blood thinner. Maybe they've had a stroke, mm-hmm. and then bam, that's the protocol, right? You're on right. a blood thinner for the rest of your life. Right. Well, not necessarily. Right. Because an adokinase is a substitute, but you just wouldn't take them at the same time. Right. So you need to make sure that you tell your doctor mm-hmm. Always. that, um, you know, hey, I have a substitute I'd like to try. Can we wean me off of this blood thinner and mm-hmm. begin using this? Yes. And then see what happens. And there's a lot of white, a lot of research, a lot of white papers that you can find online that speak specifically to the natokinase ability to reduce circulating fibrin in the body. Hmm. research going back 40 years it's just that let's face it it's a source from a food so it can't be patented right 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 enzymes in general are pretty fascinating so i encourage all of you listeners to start you know your journey and looking into what proteolytic enzymes can do for the body they're brilliant i know you and i talked um, before a little bit about um fascinating fungi mm-hmm. you know, and that particular um, documentary that, mm-hmm. that has been out for fabulous fungi. Fa- fabulous fungi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been out for what about a year, oh, a year yeah. and a half, something like that. And so there is, there's so much more research if people will at least look, uh, which is what we're going to talk about today. But the research that's out there that says we don't have to use pharmaceuticals. You know, I mean, God put all of these flowers and fungi and herbs and I mean it's been around for thousands and thousands Mm -hmm. of years and cavemen even knew certain things that worked when they got sick Mm -hmm. or when they were injured Mm -hmm. and so that's been passed on from generation to generation absolutely but somehow in the last what maybe 75 years the pharmaceutical companies have become more powerful and pushed down the educational component of what other things can work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the Industrial Revolution. The first medicines that were sort of prescribed by doctors, they called them patent medicines. Many were plant-based, but they diddled with them in a lab somehow 
to be able to patent them. Mm -hmm. And then it was straight downhill from there as far as I'm concerned. But I love that you bring up the fungi because I think if you go on a walk in the woods or a park, Mm -hmm. you're never more than a few inches away from something that will create healing in the body. Right, which is just phenomenal. In fact, after I saw that documentary, I ordered, you know, a basic, uh, like an intro to Mm -hmm. recognizing fungi. Fun. And yeah, because I figured I'm out in the woods a lot, Mm -hmm. I walk a lot, and so now I'll know what I'm looking at. (laughs) And I'm I'm really um, fascinated by by, uh, the mycelium and, and all of that. And mycology is a really burgeoning field. And I believe I finally found a, a local group that goes foraging with an expert because let's face it, if you've got a mushroom that pops up in your front yard, mm-hmm. it's probably not a good idea to go and eat it. Probably not. <laughs> because many, many are very extremely poisonous. Mm-hmm. Um, extre- I mean, instant death poisonous. So um, it's important to understand what you're looking for and looking at. But in Florida, for example, we have a very uh, prevalent they're called hen of the woods fungi that grow on the sides of oak trees oh i've seen them and they're beautiful and you really can't mistake that there isn't a poisonous version that closely resembles it right we also have blue oyster mushrooms again there's no poisonous um, look-alike turkey tail same thing so there's quite a few mushrooms that grow here i can't wait for the rainy season because that's when they're going to start revealing themselves to us yeah do they just are they dormant up until then i mean because they're there the spores are there i guess and Uh then it takes the water to actually Mm -hmm. activate oh fun they all know when it's time to come out and play it's fantastic so that is fun well, what we're going to talk about is a little more controversial today, but it's so important to understand that people have choices. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and now that we are two, what, almost two and a half years, uh, if you consider that some people were diagnosed even before 2020. Mm-hmm. So um, we have had a long haul. And it's interesting that they call it the long haulers disease Mm -hmm. um, because it's coming from people who unfortunately did contract COVID with or without the vaccine, Uh, but they got it. And now they're having all kinds of complications. So that's what we're gonna talk about today are the complications that came about from getting COVID or from getting the vaccine. I think we should take that in two steps. Let's talk about just uh, complications or symptoms, lingering symptoms after you've had the COVID virus. Mm -hmm. But first I do wanna say that we might, like you say, touch on some things that are a little more controversial today. But like I tell people that come into my shop, my job is not to convince you of anything. Mm -hmm. My job is to give you information and what you do with that information is entirely up to you. So do your own research. Mm-hmm. Prove me wrong if you can. Yeah. I doubt it, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? It's important that we take that, uh, embrace that commitment of, of understanding and doing the research so we can can be clearly informed. Right. So this isn't right. medical advice or anything like that right. at all. And there's one other thing I wanted, to, I wanted to bring up, just because as you're listening to this, do understand that the people that ended up getting COVID Again, whether it was after they'd been vaccinated or they never were vaccinated and they got it. Almost 100% of the time, it's because they had, I'm being told by doctors, that they had four, minimum of four, comorbidity conditions. Mm -hmm. And so it might be that they were obese. It might be that they had um, diabetes, diabetes. Um, that they had, uh, yeah, heart disease. Um, you know, that they had other complicating uh, COPD. So many people mm-hmm. have breathing issues and that complicates the Smokers. lungs to begin. Smokers. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they had stopped smoking, but <clears throat> the damage was still done because they had smoked for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And maybe they had only stopped smoking a few years ago. So um, there is just lots of reasons why people ended up with complications after or complications, you know, like that cause them to come down with it. Or, or cause death. Or cause death. Yeah, yeah. but so. 99.98% people survive it. Mm-hmm. It's that small percentage with the comorbidities. Right. And, if, and let's face it, if you're young and healthy, right. your outcome is going to be a lot better, similar right. to a regular flu. Exactly. So one of the things that I'm seeing a lot, Lucy, in the shop is people coming in with hair loss after having COVID. 
Yeah, and I think, um, I mean, there is men's balding patterns and there is alopecia mm -hmm. um, that can happen. But I have heard that as well, that individuals that ha came down with it, all of a sudden, especially with women that have mm -hmm. longer hair, you know, their brush now is full yeah. of hair, which would be super scary. And they're freaking out. Yeah. So I talk a few people off the ledge pretty much every day. But that type of hair shedding following an illness, particularly a fever, mm -hmm. is actually pretty common. And it has mm -hmm. a name. What is it? It's called telogen effluvium. Wow. <laughs> it's where, you know, where when more hairs than normal enter the shedding phase of the hair growth life cycle at the same time. And a fever or illness can force this process to basically happen faster. Um, and uh, most people tend to see the shedding two to three months after having the COVID. Um, like handfuls so can come think, out yeah. of your so hair they, when you're showering. So basically they think that they have beat it and then all of a sudden these are symptoms that begin exactly okay exactly and again it's very common it doesn't mean you're going to be bald in any you know short period of time but the shedding can last for six to nine to nine months wow so just be aware of that it's a possibility i had covid i didn't have any hair shedding fortunately well i don't really care about so much hair anyway but um so that's a real common thing uh, we were talking earlier about collagen would be a good choice mm -hmm. if you're having a lot of hair loss mm -hmm. following COVID. Mm -hmm. Taking collagen, it's a, a full amino acid profile, a beautiful protein. That's important for not only our, our vascular health, because yes. it keeps it helps keep like resveratrol. Yeah. It keeps the vascular system nice and pliable. Right. Um, but it's good for your joints and your skin and your nails and your and your hair. So I would highly recommend collagen. Biotin's another one. Mm -hmm. It's a type of a B vitamin that can help, especially if your hair is brittle. You know, very, very good for that. And as sort of my holistic approach to pretty much all of these symptoms following COVID, even during, is antioxidants, 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 all day long. You can't, it's hard to get enough. And following a virus or an illness, um, the, the, when the virus dies, it creates a lot of cellular debris mm, that creates mm -hmm. more free radicals. Right. And that cellular debris could be cleaned up by the antioxidants. So a good B complex. Well, I think more like a vitamin C. Okay. Lots and lots of vitamin C. But if we're doing high dose C, remember we want to use a buffered version or mm -hmm. neutral pH. Otherwise, it can turn your pH acidic. A lot of um, vitamin C. Uh, vitamin A. Turmeric. Uh, Turmeric's got good antioxidant qualities mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And lots of other good things, too. Um, coenzyme Q10. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful gives the mitochondria of each cell more fuel to do its job. So think antioxidants, think biotin, think collagen. And yes, of course, a good B-complex is always, we should all be taking a good B-complex. Right. Big time. So the, the hair loss is something that we're seeing. Another thing that's apparently pretty common is it's called myalgia, which just means I've got a sore muscle, right. but specifically to the back, a lot of back pain. Mm -hmm. And if this is the case, I recommend magnesium because that's what really helps relax the muscles and nourish the muscle tissue. Now, I I personally, I use magnesium every day. I take 400 milligrams. Mm -hmm. um, and I take mine at night because it does help with sleep. It's very calming. Mm -hmm. And that's a product called Calm mm -hmm. by Natural Vitality. Mm -hmm. They've been around a long time. So that so magnesium would be good to take there too for your back pain. And topically, if that's not getting you all the way, use some Arnica gel or Arnica cream mm -hmm. that you can rub into the muscle or have your favorite you know, significant other, give you a nice back massage with that. Um, it doesn't stink. It doesn't burn. It's a homeopathic preparation. And that's been around for a long, long, long time. Arnica. You know, um, when I had my surgery in June, I got Arnica from you. Mm -hmm. But I got it in um, little tiny tabs uh -huh. that, um, like, they dissolve. The sublingual. sublingual. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I knew that that would help with taking the swelling down from the surgery. So it was one of the ammunitions that I used for recovery. Mm -hmm. Another client who was having some cosmetic surgery, mm -hmm. and I recommended the Arnica three pellets, three times a day for three days prior to the procedure. And she came in my shop four or five days after. I could not believe what I was seeing. Wow. And she said the doctors just don't understand how it was possible. She had so much, more than 50% less bruising bleeding during the procedure. Really? Yeah. So Arnica is pretty special. 
They're, it's called a sublingual homeopathic remedy when they're in the little pellets in a mm-hmm. little dispenser that you put under your tongue. Another beautiful thing about homeopathy, Lucy, is that you can be on a lot of medications. You could be debilitated. You could be young. You could be pregnant. You could be old. Homeopathy will never do any harm. Perfectly safe to take at any right. time. Right. I and I, I think so few people know about Arnica. Mm-hmm. It's which, sad. It is because it it's been so around well. for mm-hmm. hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's... The um, mountain climbers, I think, in Switzerland would pick the Arnica flowers as they were climbing the mountain. They would see them by the path or wherever they were, and they would chew on them. And it would prevent the muscle soreness that you would sure, expect to have. Sure, that would make sense. That's how we learned about Arnica. Wow. So that's a good one. Another thing that we're seeing a lot of post-COVID infection is um, weird rashes and swelling. Um, I, I'm in a band with a, a young woman who who's COVID a couple weeks ago. The other day, her ankles were just huge. She had full-on cankles, and that's not how God made her. You know, and that's pretty much attributed to have had it. And it's kind of hurt. I mean, oh the yes, it's, has to it's hurt. very painful, and uh, blisters, itchiness, um, rashes, bumps, rough skin, things like that. You know, I would not treat them with steroid preparations. Mm-hmm. I'd get yourself some an aloe plant mm-hmm. and just use the fresh aloe because that's so soothing to the skin. Mm-hmm. That's what the skin wants. So, and I'm not even, and these are just a few of the things that that we've noticed. I'm not even sure we're done. Finding out the weird things that are happening to people following well, COVID infection. Um, you know, as a psychotherapist, I work with people uh, all over the United States because, uh, fortunately, uh, Zoom is is our friend now. So I can have clients wherever. And one of them uh, had commented, and she had been vaccinated, that a couple of weeks ago she had this blinding headache Mm. and she was terrified because her husband had died a couple of years earlier and so she thought oh my goodness you know I nothing can be wrong with me because what will happen to my children Mm -hmm. and so she went to her ophthalmologist and he can look you know at the back of the eye and see what was going on and he told her, he said he has had, his practice has had a 50% increase in what's called optical migraines. Mm-hmm. And that was a direct result of uh, having the vaccination, actually. Yes. So um, I don't know why that would be. Um, I also have a, a very close friend who, after he was vaccinated, ended up going to his dermatologist because he all of a sudden had canker sores, he had a fever blister, um, he had what he thought was jock itch, which wasn't, but um, it was, and she told him, she said, I am seeing so many cases of dermatology-related conditions, Mm -hmm. but people who have had the vaccination. And I've had people report to me as well, Lucy, about post-vaccination, shingles outbreaks, Mm I mean, and we know we know the laundry list of other yeah. health problems that can right. result as well. But um, sort of to sum up this little section in talking about things we can do to help with all these little weird things that are happening after COVID, um, the B complex, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. B twelve, particularly for a confusion or that foggy brain. So clarity, get clarity yeah. as well as energy. Uh-huh. Another good thing for energy is bee pollen. That's our friend. We love I bee pollen. I like bee pollen. Yeah. yeah, and and you don't even have to use it every day if you don't need it. But whenever you do need that extra burst of energy because you've had a long day, it is awesome. And what I love about it is it's not like drinking four cups of coffee. You don't no. get jittery. You don't get nervous. It's just you feel supported and energetic and ready to just go. You go. know, it's it's awesome. So anybody coming down here to, you know, the Disney or Universal experience during spring break, Get some bee pollen. Get some bee pollen. It's <laughs> phenomenal. I like to say bee pollen is nature's pun because it is full of bee complex nutrients. Oh. And the pollen is what, if you've ever seen a honeybee flitting from flower to flower, mm-hmm. they've got those little chunky things on their legs. That's yes. the pollen from the anthers of the plants that they're collecting. And that pollen is full of RNA and DNA and protein and enzymes and vitamins and minerals. It's a, it's a powerhouse of nutrients. So this is why we have to make sure we protect our bees. Yes. And, have, uh, and honor the bees. They honor the bees. They are struggling. So, um, and, and also in, in kind of um, conclusion to that, 
supporting adrenal function is probably one of the most important things we can do and it's not typically what we think about about our immune function Mm -hmm. but our adrenal glands are hormone central they tell what hormone in the body to release for how long and when and where whatever so supporting adrenal function which is part of the endocrine system which includes your thyroid is going to be that back to that B complex good old vitamin C nutritively those support adrenal function Um, adaptogen herbs like ginseng and astragalus and powder arco and ashwagandha maca these are all wonderful herbs that really work in supporting and creating a healthy adrenal cortex and so that's kind of where I am with that our our immune health really matters you know what's because of what's happening to our adrenals yeah absolutely we're gonna take just a short break and we will be right back Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever, and it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer products. Thank you. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection show. And again, I have with me today um, one of my dear friends, Julie Brannan. So Julie, come on back in and continue to share all about uh, the immune function, how we can take responsibility for our health, and what we're seeing now that's post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now, it, I, I think a lot of us have COVID fatigue. <laughs> How, you know, I think we're just all a little bit tired of it. Don't you agree? You know, after more than two years, I think everyone is totally exhausted. And it it. seems like we just go from one bad situation to the next. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, we've got, of course, what's going on with Ukraine and Mm -hmm. Russia and the price of gas. And oh, my gosh. But I think something that's actually good about where we are now, Mm -hmm. the two years later. Yeah, we're tired of COVID. We don't want to hear about any more of the vaccine, the controversy, the everything else. But what I'm feeling and seeing is that as time has gone by, now science is beginning to catch up and reveal so many important things, Mm -hmm. not just about the virus or the origins of the virus. Mm -hmm. I don't really need to go into that today, but, and the vaccine and what the vaccine is doing to people. Mm -hmm. You know, we were all in a state of fear. People were frightened. Um, Oh, my God, I'm going to die. I can't take a virus back to granny, whatever. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everybody wanted to get vaccinated. Well, Lucy, as of February 28th, this was just what, last week, Mm -hmm. more than 215 million Americans had gotten the jab. They're fully vaccinated. Say that number one more time. 215 million Americans are fully, and I'm using this word in air quotes, vaccinated. So that would be at least one, if not two, and a booster. Correct. Mm -hmm. And that's close to 70% of our population. Wow. I'm sorry, 94 million have gotten the booster. So fully vaccinated is the the two shots and then the 94 million having the booster. That is the majority of our country and our citizens. Wow. And, you know, if I'm not careful, it makes me lose sleep at night because especially since um, you could probably go there now if you wanted to, folks, if you're sitting at your computer, you can go to the CDC webpage titled Myths and Facts About COVID-19 Vaccines. And Maybe you want to say that one again. Okay. Myths and Facts About COVID-19 Vaccines. This is on the CDC's webpage. Okay. There is a declarative statement, and I say this, quote, Hmm. the genetic material delivered by mRNA vaccines never enters the nucleus of your cells, end quote. And that's on their website. It's on their website. And it's been said, it's been repeated many, many times over the past year or so. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now, last week there was a study published from Sweden. They confirmed that the mRNA in the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID injection 
It infiltrates your cells, meaning it enters the nucleus of your cell, transcribes its message into your own DNA within six hours. Wow. That's a mind blower. It completely, permanently alters our own DNA. The DNA that God gave us that we were born with that makes us human and mm -hmm. makes us individual and unique mm -hmm. is now been altered hmm. by this, again, air quotes vaccine. I, I have a hard time calling it a vaccine, okay? Um, I don't want to be accused of being a conspiracy theorist, but there are a lot of people saying the same thing two years ago, and now they're all being vindicated. They're all being proven correct, okay? So that's something that I think people need to be aware of. If you're considering a booster, if you know someone that's considering the, the vaccine, my God, please don't let them do it. Please don't let them do it. There's another study that came out of Sweden last year. It found, and this is maybe even a little more scary because of what we're going to be facing now in the future, even if everybody stops getting the shot today, uh -huh. which they should. Um, this is another study out of Sweden last year. It found that the spike protein enters the cell's nuclei, right? and hinders or prevents the cell's ability to repair damaged DNA. We were, we were given this amazing gift. Our cells know what to do if DNA is damaged by whatever, illness, pathogen, chemicals, whatever. We have that ability to go into that cell and repair the DNA. But this shot prevents our cells from being able to repair their own DNA. How does that happen? You know, what is the... I guess um, I could I could get down in the weeds with it. It's very it's about it's about transcribing this and doing that, and also um, it, it's with the hydrogels and it's a biosynthesis and it's, it gets very very complicated. Very complicated, but, but basically it just prevents you from being able to heal yourself. Correct. So this has a profound effect on our immune systems. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. And the conjecture now is that we are seeing and will continue to see greater numbers of autoimmune disorders, right. which is where the body just doesn't have the ability to fix itself anymore. <clears throat> One of the things that I guess I, um, I, again, without revealing, you know, client confidentiality, but there is a gal that I'm working with who's, I believe it was her mother that um, was out in the woods. Which, I mean, she's in her late 60s, early 70s, out in the woods just enjoying walking. And um, a tick bit her, and she ended up with Lyme's disease. And so, you know, now the concern is because she did have um, the COVID vaccinations. Uh, so mm -hmm. the concern is how are we going to treat this? Because Lyme's disease is pretty darn serious. It is. It really, really is. Hmm. I know some people that have managed it and live with it, mm -hmm. but this, this just takes it to another level if you've been vaccinated. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's a little, um, a little scary. So I, folks, I, you know, you have your own opinions about these things. I have mine, Lucy has hers. I just think that, um, all of this information is available out there. You can find the patents to the shots, the Moderna and the Pfizer. You can look at the patents and see what they're saying. There is a woman, um, named Karen Kingston. And I've gotten a lot of information and the information about the documents that I have then gone online and looked at the patents and looked at all these different filings and things that are out there for anybody to see. Karen Kingston is a biotech analyst and researcher, a brilliant woman, and she never ever releases any bit of information unless she has at least three sources that agree. Okay, mm, three okay. attributable sources. Okay. And so in her in her words, the shots are a bioweapon. Okay? They're a bioweapon. And I have a hard time not agreeing with that to some extent. Um, in August of 2015, there's an FDA document on gene therapy that you can find, and it's basically says that the this particular M mRNA treatment uh, gene editing treatment transfers genetic material into the host, huh. which is a human being, with the sole purpose of modifying the cells. So what would be the reason to modify cells? Well, if you there's a lot I think there's a many, many different theories about that. Why is this happening to us right now? Mm -hmm. um, 
One of the theories that I tend to agree with more than others is that it's just a big experiment because they've been working on these mRNA vaccines or mRNA protocols for years and years and years. And would you um, uh, volunteer for a study where they're going to say, we're going to inject you with something that's going to change and alter your DNA permanently? Who, 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 would, who would submit to that, that clinical trial? Not anybody I know, and no. certainly not me. No. So that, that the Emergency Use Authorization Act that was passed at the beginning of COVID so that the vaccines could be used and the liability for the producers of the vaccines was waived. Right. Meaning it could kill you, it could kill a loved one, it could maim you for life, it could put you in a wheelchair. And you know what? There's nothing you can do about it. There's right. nobody you could sue. Right, because you voluntarily. Voluntarily took this, and they are not liable in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you know, it sounds like a pretty easy way to conduct a global biocellular experiment. So these are just things that I want to urge people to think about. You don't have to believe me. You know, well, <clears throat> but think about it. Do your own research if you care. Mm -hmm. you know? I like the fact that there's two things here. One is, you know, to do research. You know, we have computers. Uh, if you don't know how to use a computer, then, you know, get with somebody who's young, who knows how to use a <laughs> computer, and, uh, you know, tell them what you're looking for. But the information is there. It requires taking a little bit of time to actually find it and read it and draw your own conclusions. I love the fact that um, we are in a society where we don't have to necessarily believe the pundit who you know, reports that this is my belief and then everybody takes that belief. We have the ability to read and draw our own conclusions. Um, and you know your body better mm -hmm. than anybody does and so you know, listen to your body. But the other aspect that I keep coming back to is the responsibility we all have to ourselves to stay healthy. You know, and that means, you know, watch your diet. That means exercise. That means look at sleep. That means, you know, reduce inflammation where you can. Stay away from sugar. There's so many things that we can do to actually get healthy, but it means that we have to take responsibility rather than passing it off to our doctor that we maybe see once a year for those who do have physicals. And otherwise, when do you go to your doctor? When you get sick. Mm -hmm. And then you're expecting them to fix you. And the only way they know how to fix you is through either surgery or through prescription drugs or something of that nature because that's where their training came from. And, you know, so they do the best they can, but they're looking at a person that's waited until the last minute. We don't even do that to our cars. Mm -hmm. You know, we change the oil, we put gas in, we wash them, we change the tires. And we have a body that we're given at birth, and we don't do anything to speak of. It's called maintenance. It's called maintenance. We need mm -hmm. to maintain the body that we have. Exactly. And I'm really glad that you bring that up because it's a... It's all about personal responsibility, mm -hmm. you know, and teaching that to your children and your grandchildren. And they, and they learn by observation. Exactly. So if they're observing you doing nothing to take care of yourself, mm -hmm. they're going to pretty much copy. Yeah. If you sit on the couch pounding Cheetos, mm -hmm. they are going to grow up pounding Cheetos. You know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They will copy us. Exactly. So, so take your vitamins, exercise, fresh air, prayer, meditation, mm -hmm. you know, whatever works for you. Hug a tree. Hug a tree. Lay in the grass. Yeah. But don't get up with chiggers. You're right. Well, take a nice little blanket with you. There you, you know. go. I, you know, we never, when we were kids, we used to take our naps outside. And I just remember laying, you know, on this quilt and looking up and looking at the shapes of clouds and talking about what they were. And I don't remember ever thinking, oh, a bug's going to bite me if I'm laying down here. Right. That's a beautiful thing. I think people should do that more. We, we live in such a hectic, crazy world that we don't take time to just slow down mm -hmm. and, and observe. Observe nature. Nature is the best teacher we mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. The best teacher from the plants and the animals and the trees. And taking time to appreciate that and spend time in nature right. is so healing and fulfilling right and just that take five minutes a day and just and music i mean I, I think yeah. um you know having people get back to taking time to read mm -hmm. to slow down 
to listen to maybe peaceful music. Um, it changes certainly the uh, adrenal function in your body to Absolutely. just know that that's uh, and meditation. Um, I talked to you earlier, but I, I tell all the people that I work with uh, that meditation and learning how to do tapping, mm-hmm. you know, the emotional freedom technique to break some of those belief systems. And so one of the beliefs that we've had is, you know, that COVID is going to kill us. Um, and then Omnicrom, you know, the most recent one is, is doing damage. And yet at the same time, if you have that belief system, you know, your body is basically from that negative position, fear-based position, it's open to getting, you know, ill. Mm-hmm. That it reduces is, that is your just, immune function. Yeah, it, I mean, because Stress it puts and every, fear. Exactly, exactly. And fear is, you know, what, again, that's something that I tell my own personal clients. Fear is just false evidence appearing real. You know, it's not real unless you make it real. And that's what has happened. Say that in again two years. for your listeners because that's very profound. What? False evidence it's, appearing? Fear isn't real. Unless you make it real. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And we have chosen to make it real mm-hmm. over the last two years. We've made it a part of our life to the degree that children now, you know, are terrified of being you know, getting sick. I noticed, um, of course, we live in Florida, and I noticed yesterday that on the news, the governor was working with some teenagers, and I just caught a part of it, but he basically told them, you know, take the mask off, you know, that, that this was ridiculous. And I don't know that it's ridiculous in all situations. If you have a compromised immune system, you may want to have a mask on if you're gonna be in crowded areas. But for the most part, when you're driving alone in a car and you've got a mask on, <laughs> I just laugh because I'm like, who is in there with you that is... Well, the science shows the masks don't work anyway. Yes. They don't work anyway. Um, and, and I mean, right now, the, the oak pollen is really flying. Yes. A lot of people are having allergies. And I had a lady walk in the shop the other day with a mask on. And I said, well, I don't require those in here unless it makes you feel more comfortable. She goes, as she's taking it off, she goes, it's the dang pollen. This mask comes in kind of handy to keep it out of my nose. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I, I highly object to mandating that school children wear masks for seven hours a day or that anybody has to wear a mask. If you're comfortable wearing it, wear it. But don't give me a hard time if I choose not to. Right. I, I will tell you a, a very real story. My daughter-in-law is a kindergarten teacher. And so when this first started, um, of course, they were homeschooling all of the time and... Um, you know, so she was home, and then that was difficult, and the kids were in their homes, and so finally everybody went back to school. And she was telling me that these little kindergarten kids were chewing on their masks. Oh, so they gross! Had, <laughs> they had all kinds of food particles and oh, everything Lord. else in in their mask, and so she would wash them out. She had antibacterial soap. She would wash them out and hang them on a little clothesline, and she had the disposable ones you know, for the kids then to put on. But, I mean, kids are kids. Now, they'd wear them underneath their nose, they'd have them down at their chin, or they'd have them in their mouth and be chewing on them. So, uh, Whose was... idea was that? I, I don't even know, but that's just crazy and mm. really gross. <laughs> um, so where do you go get a lot of your information so that if people are saying, you know what, I think I would like to read a little bit um from scientific sources that are showing us what this is maybe all about or at least add another dimension to our knowledge where would you recommend that they go well there there are a lot of resources out there there are a lot of you know pundits and people you know on on different social media channels i if i hear something from one of those places that intrigues me or i want to confirm i just sit at the computer like with the Swedish study. Mm-hmm. I knew it was released last Friday, mm-hmm. so I just searched DuckDuckGo, mm-hmm. not Google. Uh, I just searched Sweden plus study plus DNA altering. Okay. And I got the study. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, the use a plus signal a lot. Uh, you don't want like a run-on sentence. It's, right. It's harder for the, the, de- the search engines to, to work with that. But if you do... You know, what you're looking for, plus maybe the person that did the study, plus whatever. I highly recommend looking at Karen Kingston. Find her online. She's just so brilliant. Spell her last name. K-I-N-G-S-T-O-N. Okay. 
Now, I mean, I will say that she's she's very adamant about nobody getting the vaccine and not even calling it a vaccine. But but she's also showing the documents, showing, you know, she highlights, you know, sections in these patents and in all these research papers and documents that show what these people have been up to because honestly, it's no good. Mm. And you can find any information you're looking for. But I will also say this, and I'm not, you know, telling you to dump your Google stock, but it depends on what search engine you're using. And I tried this a couple of times sort of early on. If I Googled something, I would get completely different results than if I used DuckDuckGo or another search engine. Okay, and is it D-U-C-K? Yeah, DuckDuckGo. Okay. They don't sell your information. Mm-hmm. It's very private, web browsing. And I think you get, I mean, I get accurate information from there. Okay. I'm not sure if there are others out there. I haven't investigated that. But um, it matters where you're searching for information, too. Right. Well, some of it is definitely watched all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, where are you going well, to look for your Yes, and it's so. filtered. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry. I don't think any logical, reasonable adult, intelligent adult, could look at what's happening in the world and saying that big tech doesn't have control of the narrative. Mm. They do. They determine who we hear, what we hear, what we see. Mm-hmm. Remember early on, if anybody, the Swedish study bears it out, yes, it alters your DNA. And if you would have said that probably two weeks ago or a month ago, you would have been completely deplatformed. But there's science to prove it. Right, right. And as, the, and as the science comes forward, they can't actually deny it anymore. No, they won't, but they, they'll probably try to prevent you from seeing it. Okay, and there is something about this Swedish study because I keep coming back to it, but I, I did want to make it clear that it was in, it was it was a study that was done, it was done um, in vitro, meaning in a in a, uh, like a petri, petri dish, dish uh-huh. as opposed to in vivo, which means in human body. But the study was done um, with u- using human liver cells. So these were human cells in the Petri dish. It wasn't a rat or a mouse or a guinea and pig. So then when they uh, injected the vaccine components, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. into that Petri dish, into those human cells, they could actually then with a microscope see that it was being, the DNA was being altered. Yes, and that, that the COVID injection infiltrates the cells and then carries its message and completely transcribes the message into the human DNA. But the fact that it happened within six hours, blow my mind. So from your perspective, somebody, you know, that has that running around in their body, is it just their immune system that is going to be altered? Because one of the things, you know, again, I'm talking to a few different doctors, but one of the things that I'm kind of being told is that, we all have our um, weak links, if you will. And so if your weak link genetically is your cardiovascular system, then if the DNA is altered and you know you end up with your immune system not functioning quite as well, you may end up with a cardiovascular system then that is going to cause have, well, it's going to be a problem for you. Is that mm-hmm. accurate to, to say it that way? In my opinion, yes. Okay. Okay, that would be my opinion. So everybody has a weak link. Some people it's their digestive tract. Some people it's more uh, osteoporosis kind of. And their lungs and and people lungs, yeah. and people have genetic predispositions mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. certain conditions. And if you're altering altering your genes, your your genetic code, mm-hmm. well, you know maybe this could be used someday to help people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they, <laughs> but you like know, my gallbladder's bad. Inject something in there and make me new gallbladder because this creates new cells and it can. It, it's a it's a smart nanotechnology. It's right. programmable nanotechnology in the human body. Right, right. Um, I'm I'm also thinking you've probably heard of the med beds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking that for the same reason that maybe some of this research was going on prior to COVID, you know, it's the same people that are looking at you know, med beds, that you'll be able to lay in one of these space technology beds down the road. And if you have a bad, I don't know, liver, if you have a bad pancreas, rather than getting pancreatic cancer or liver cancer, it can totally revitalize that particular organ. 
because that's that's the belief you know that that will happen so i mean isn't it a little bit like star trek beam me up scotty oh yes yeah it's a little bit like that and yet who's to say we have watches now that are our phones Mm -hmm. you know dick tracy had that way back when Mm -hmm. and now i can take my smartwatch and answer my phone that way and talk in it Technology is fascinating, and and it's and it's leaps and bounds and leaps and bounds in very short periods of time. Yes. But the but the caution that I share is, mm-hmm. we need to maintain our humanity. It's yes. still about being individuals and having individual rights. Exactly. And, and and not having those taken away. Precisely, and if you're being injected with something scary like that, mm-hmm. how will that impact your it, it impact your thought processes? Oh yeah. It could impact. What you're actually seeing, as a you know, what as opposed to what maybe they want you to see. I don't know. It's yeah. a it's a big question mark. But I do want to say this, Lucy, because I don't want to scare people. That's why, you know, I don't want to frighten anybody. I want to I want to encourage people to do their own research and decide where they come down on this because I think eventually it's going to take people coming together to stop it. Uh-huh. If if that's what we want to do. And in my book, yes, I'm first in line to stop this. They're injecting children. Well, here, here's and now they want to inject babies. Exactly, and and this is one of my big concerns. Um, I have a uh, person that I know from Albania. Okay, so she's over here in the United States. She was pregnant, um, and she decided not to get the vaccine until the baby was born. But then she did go ahead and get it because she needs to go back to Albania, and she can't go into that country unless she is vaccinated. Oh, no. And so, um, you know, she was breastfeeding the baby, and my thinking is, okay, you've got that running around in your cells, and breast milk probably is going to also alter that baby's DNA, possibly. Another concern, and that's a big concern for me, but another concern is the blood supply. Mm -hmm. If people that have been vaccinated are, Are are, are giving blood, my understanding is that the blood banks and the Red Cross there are no measures in place to say did you get the vaccine or not correct or to check for the safety of the blood supply mm-hmm. no i wouldn't think you could do that you know so wow. it's a li- that's a little scary too but again i you know i don't want people to run around in fear and have it weaken your immune system <laughs> right and and that's i love knowledge i love information accept it as knowledge and information and then I go about my daily life right and well, just live the to. dream you right. know you have yeah, to you gotta let it go so I mean the bottom line with all of this comes back to personal responsibility mm-hmm. do what is best for you uh, given your conditions and if you had pre-existing and you were very much afraid that you know maybe a weakened lung or your diabetic condition or you needed to do travel and you were going to be prevented from going to countries unless you had um, a document that said you were vaccinated. I mean, those are reasons that you can personally make as to whether you have the vaccine or not, or whether you mm-hmm. did the vaccine or not. But on top of all that, it's like take that personal responsibility to still build your immune system, to do things that are going to enhance your body, not take you know it away mm-hmm. uh, from. I don't know. It's just it's like. We have power, but we need to exercise it. Exactly. It's like when I, when I do lectures and workshops and things, when we talk about diet, innately we all know what a healthy diet looks like. Mm-hmm. There, I don't think there's an adult on this planet that doesn't know what a healthy diet's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. But do we do it? No. <laughs> many, many people make the conscious choice not to. Right. So personal responsibility, like you say, commitment to your health, right. being a good role model for your children and grandchildren, right. spreading the word. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Just encouraging people to, you know, get out and move. Um, mm-hmm. You know, look at what's on your plate. Do you need, you know, to have that much of it? Um, there's portion. a lot of different things. <laughs> portion control is a big control. deal for a lot of folks. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Well, I want to thank you for being my guest again. We always have such fun, and the hour just flies. So let people know um, where they can find you. I know that they can order from your store if they're listening in Texas or they're listening out in California. Sure. They can call you and order what they need to order. You bet. Or or email me through my website or at julie at baileysnaturals.com. My company is Bailey's Naturals Herbal Apothecary. I'm located downtown Safety Harbor, beautiful Safety Harbor on the sunrise side of the bay, of Tampa Bay. And uh, 
I'm there between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday, Saturdays 10 to 2, close Sundays and Mondays. Our phone number is 727-725-1617. I do have a website. It's baileysnaturals.com, but the products I have on the website are just my special formulas and blends. I'm a full brick and mortar, full-on health food store and apothecary, so I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of products, um, including that natokinase that we talked about. And uh, just shooting me an email or give me a call. I'm happy to answer any questions. I ta- I love sharing knowledge and information with people about the human body and how we can keep it healthy through natural means. And um, reach out. I fun. hope they do. I certainly have enjoyed not only our friendship, but using your products over the years. So Absolutely. I'm glad that I found you. God bless you, Lucy. <laughs> Thank you so much for being you. Um, so everybody go out there. Please make this your best life. Take care of yourself. Uh, Check out Julie's store. There will be links to her shop and to how to contact her. And we will see you next time on the Synergy Connection Show. Bye-bye, everyone. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.